it's me, Shannon, your new ADHD bestie. I am 28 years young and navigating my way through life after a late and very unexpected ADHD diagnosis. But after a bloody lot of healing and therapy, I can honestly say I'm now living my best ADHD life. Get yourself comfortable because I'm going to be sharing my story in the way I know best. So you better prepare yourself for tears, laughter and a whole lot of honesty. Okay, guys, we are back. Episode two, living my best ADHD life. And yeah, what a week it has been. Good Lord, it's been a whirlwind. I can't thank everyone enough that listened to episode one. Honestly, the response was insane and so much better than I ever imagined. So thank you to everyone that listened, everyone that subscribed, everyone that shared my posts. Honestly, I appreciate all the feedback and yeah, it just made me super happy alongside, I guess, all the highs of last week. Good Lord, has there been some downs? There definitely has and I'm going to be as real as I can. I have been struck with this plague that everyone seems to be getting at the moment. And what's funny is my last episode was me literally sounding like Phil Mitchell in the absolute peak of the sore throat. And now this week, I'm just super bunged up and sounding like I don't know what, Bugs Bunny or something, because (laughs) I just can't seem to get rid of this plague. It is killing me. (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but... I am someone that struggles quite a lot when I'm on my own and when it's like specific periods of the year. So although there's been so much going on in my work life and with the podcast and on my social media, I've got to be honest, I have struggled a little bit recently with the fact that we're getting kind of closer and closer to the festive season. And I always just feel a little bit more lonely. I don't know anyone else out there, but I find Christmas time so difficult when you're on your own. So yeah, that's kind of been me this week, a little bit up and down, but let's get on with it. Enough of the sob story. Episode two, ADHD medication. I'm going to start by talking about my process of the medication that I do take and then give you some updates on side effects and how I'm going now. Because if you've been affected by the ADHD medication shortage, like pretty much the whole of the UK has, you'll know that most of us have been going absolute cold turkey and it has been it's been wild out here, I can't lie. (laughs) Right, let's crack on. From the start of my diagnosis, I was given the option straight away whether I was going to be medicated or not. And I think, like many other people actually, I was concerned about how the medication would change me, especially because I'm on antidepressants. And although I'm weaning off of them, I knew I was still going to be on them whilst taking the ADHD medication. So the last thing I wanted was because that other medication was already numbing my emotions quite a lot, I didn't want the addition of ADHD medication to then make me feel like a complete zombie. So once I had my diagnosis and was given the option of different treatments, I kind of went away and did my research on options for medication. Obviously, you can be medicated or you can be unmedicated, either or, both are absolutely fine. But if you are going down the route of medicated, there is stimulant and non-stimulant medication. Oh, I don't know what happened to my voice then, but I meant to say medication. (laughs) And yeah, I was kind of given the option. I wanted to go away, do my research and kind of just work out what felt right for me and what I'd be comfortable with. I kind of also said to myself, like, look, you've got this far in the process. 
Therapy is going to work regardless because you've never committed to it in the past. So if you're going to commit to therapy, that's going to help you. So why not have the option of medication as well? And if it doesn't work, then we can just go from there and stick with the non-medicated route. But yeah, I went forward with the medicated route and I was put on to a stimulant medication, quite a popular one that I think a lot of people that are quite newly diagnosed are on, which is Elvance. So it is, um, oh, this is where my scientific terms come in. It is a Lisdex amphetamine. Gosh, that word, when he told me it was an amphetamine, honestly scared the living daylights out of me. But yeah, when you actually go away and do your research and learn a bit more about it, it isn't as scary as it sounds. So I was put on to the Lisdex, Lisdex, I just can't say this word. I was put on to Elvance. We're just going to call it Elvance its actual branded name. And I started on quite a low dosage, which was increased over time. Now, when you are starting off on any form of medication, I don't think it's just ADHD medication, but this is the first time I've heard of this process. It's called a titration period. So as far as I was aware from my psychiatrist during this time, I was going to be monitored quite heavily just to see what my side effects were and slowly have my dosage increased until the medication worked for a substantial amount of time. Now, I know that people's dosages vary dependent on your weight. So most people have started on the low dosage, but obviously I'm assuming from the way in which I understand it, the heavier you are, the more of the stimulant or medication you would need. So I started on the low dose of 20 milligrams and Every other week, I would be monitored to see if I could increase my dosage. And throughout that time, my psychiatrist was quite regularly checking it in to check my heart rate, my blood pressure, and my weight. I was warned from the beginning about the side effects of the medication and how it does decrease your appetite. So I just wanted to try my best to kind of not let that affect me and really keep on top of my eating because it was one of the biggest side effects. So, yeah. Overall, I think when I first started the medication, oh my God, I have to tell you this story. Actually, I'm just butting in on my own explanation. The first time I took it. So I got someone to stay at home with me the first day I took it. And I was working from home that day and I was just in panic. Now, this sounds awful because this isn't what I was meaning. And I don't mean to sound like I'm some freaking raver. But back in the day, when you're a little bit younger and you went to all these raves and you did who knows what, like, I had no fear then and I would drink myself to oblivion, do whatever else. Whereas I was 27 when I started the medication, I'm only 28 now. And I just had the world of fear in me, what is going to happen? And I going to be like ready to go for run a marathon with all of this energy from this medication. So anywho, I got someone to work from home with me that day, just so that I had someone with me. And yeah, plus, yeah, I don't know what I was expecting to be like running around the streets like Mo Farah? Absolutely not. In all honesty, I burst into tears. <laughs> and it's wild to think of it now. I literally feel like the medication took about 15 to 30 minutes to work. And my brain, it just went silent. Honestly, it made me so emotional because I had this moment of like, wow, is this how everyone feels that is neurotypical? Is this what it's like to live in a brain that doesn't have ADHD? I could just focus on one thing at a time. It was almost like my mind just went quiet 
and I just could not hold back the tears. I shit you not. <laughs> I did a TikTok video on it and I'm just crying my eyes out, stroking my dog like, oh God, this is so great. But all my nerves and all my anxiety and all my concerns about the medication just flew out the window, honestly. And yeah, at that point, I really was kind of like, wow, this is actually a really good thing for me. And I really do want to see this process through. So yeah, I think overall medication for me started off reasonably. reasonably. Yeah, again, I, I talk too quick and can't get my words out, but it started off reasonably positive. So I'm going to split the positive and negative side effects and run you through them just because there was obviously ups and downs. It wasn't all rosy. It was just that kind of first few days where you're like, wow, I could just do anything right now. I could take on the world. I could do my washing. And it was, it was great. I can't lie. <laughs> positive side effects though. And we're going to start positive because we'll, we'll do the negative last, but positive side effects for me from the medication were my ability to focus on one task at a time. I'm usually someone that has about 20 tabs open and 500 different screens going at once. And although I can work in a busy environment and I do thrive under pressure, I actually found that I could just do one thing at a time. And yeah, I could still put that pressure on myself, still kind of have that fast paced environment, but it was just much more rational. And I would do one task at a time, complete that, actually finish an email and send it and then kind of tick things off in a much more structured way. So that was amazing at first. Another real positive side effect I noticed from the medication was because of the quietness of my brain, when I was having a conversation with someone or in like a social situation, I felt like I could just read the room so much more. I honestly felt like sometimes in conversations with people or when I was out, didn't always read the room. And sometimes I wanted to have an input so much on a conversation that I would just butt in and I'd talk too quick and I'd kind of overpower the conversation and it wasn't always appropriate. And I'd also struggle sometimes to understand where the other person was coming from if it didn't kind of align with my point of view. So for me, the emotional balance that it gave me to really listen to people around me, take in how they were feeling, know what was appropriate and, and inappropriate to say, and just really kind of empathize with someone's emotions that was such a positive side effect of the medication for me. Now, that's not me saying that everyone with ADHD is really selfish and doesn't listen and we butt in on conversations. It's not that at all, but we are people that just want to give something back to a conversation straight away because it's there in our mind and we don't want to forget it and we want to give our point of view and we want to support people. And I think being able to have the medication to calm my brain down and really listen and empathize was such a positive thing. Obviously, alongside the ability to focus and the emotional support that the medication gave me, just generally the motivation and confidence as well. I think because my brain was quiet, I felt much more happier in myself and I felt like I could really manage life, relationships, people, work, everything in just such a calmer, stable way. So ultimately that just motivated me to do more and do better and also it just gave me so much more confidence like in life as a whole. Don't get me wrong, there was some stressful periods getting used to the medication because ultimately I do think it did change me quite a lot in the sense that it allowed me to kind of transform into a better version of myself. And I will stick by that at any point in saying it made me a better version of myself. It, it had an impact on friendships and relationships and 
people that I was close with before in the past because it meant that I really started to look within myself and really started to do things that I wanted to do and spend time on me, which unfortunately did mean friendships and relationships did break down. And for me, I think having to take a step back from drinking, because obviously it's advised to not drink on the medication, I was already going to be taking a step back from drinking. And that just solidified it for me that that wasn't going to be the way in which I chose to socialize. So it did have an impact on on my social life and it did change me, but not for negative reasons. But obviously the output of that meant that dynamics in my friendships did change. But ultimately I had to sit with the fact that I was becoming a better person and it was my journey and this was what I wanted to do. I guess it's a kind of little bit of a negative, bittersweet, because it changes you for the better. But whoever is meant to be on your journey will ultimately come with you. <laughs> I'm not crying about it anymore. Anyway, swiftly moving on from that, some other negative side effects that I did have was the anxiety at first. Now, I don't know if this could be confused because I did have quite an increased heart rate when my dosage started going up. But what I found was... I hadn't prioritized eating enough, which meant that I lost quite a dramatic amount of weight. So I went up my dosage twice up to like 40 milligrams and it was working until about four o'clock in the afternoon. And then I'd have this kind of lull and be a bit more tired and a bit more unable to focus, but that was okay because I didn't need it anymore later on into the day. However, I did have to come back from that dosage and go back down to 30 milligrams because of the impact it had on my weight. I've spiraled and I've kind of gone off on a tangent. But what I'm trying to say is because my weight was so dramatically affected, it then did have an impact on my heart rate. So I then went down to the lower dosage and I'm not too sure if it was anxiety or if it was just an increased kind of really pulsating heart, which sounds awful. I'm trying to not make it sound scary, but yeah, I don't know that it was 100% anxiety or just an increased heart rate. Either or, I went down to a lower dosage and that anxiety and increased heart rate completely settled and I was in a much better space. This also allowed me to then work on bringing my weight back up. Apart from this bloody shortage that we're all experiencing, and honestly, it is tough out there. So if anyone is struggling, please, please, please reach out. My inbox is always open. It has been tough. We've all had to go cold turkey and yeah, it's just trash really. I will say that the first couple of weeks of completely coming off the medication really hit me hard and the fatigue was just out of control. And being back in a place where I had to really like overthink and regulate my emotions on my own was tough. But I'm now week eight, nine with no medication. And honestly, I feel so much better. I am actually taking supplements and I have been since the literal first week of me coming off the medication. So I'll give you a quick overview of the supplements I'm taking because they now are definitely starting to take an effect and I am seeing positive side effects from them. Let's summarize these supplements for you and hope that I don't sound like an idiot trying to say the names of these supplements. <laughs> I can't even cope with myself. I'm such an embarrassment. <laughs> so I am taking five supplements altogether. Two that are to balance my emotions, two to help with my memory and focus, and one to support my anxiety and sleep. For the anxiety and sleep, I am taking 
magnesium glycinate. Now, there is other forms of magnesium that you can take. I take 200 milligrams of that a day in one capsule, and it really is something that I've noticed a difference in my quality of sleep so dramatically. I did start taking that actually when I first got diagnosed with ADHD, so that has been helping me over a long period of time. And overall, it just helps me with my anxiety and not having those severe panic attacks. On the emotional side, I say this like the emotional side, as if this is what they're literally branded as. No. To support my emotions, I am taking iron, which I'm pretty sure I've had an iron deficiency since I bloody came out of the womb. I'm that person that knew they had a deficiency in something, but never made the effort to go and get the right vitamins. So yeah, that's me. And I'm now taking the iron along with the ashwagandha to regulate my emotions and my hormones. And finally, on the kind of overall brain function, memory and focus, I am taking, or bear with me, because this is a tough one. I am taking ginkgo biloba, which I am probably saying wrong. So don't come at me. But it is a supplement which I have seen such amazing reviews on. And I actually saw a guy on a podcast explaining how people with or without ADHD would benefit from this just to improve their overall brain function. That is supporting with my focus, my memory, and as I keep saying, brain function. But alongside that, I am taking omega-3, which I also know affects your physical and not physical. No, it doesn't literally doesn't, which also supports your emotional and brain function. Oh, I can't even speak. What am I talking about? Omega-3 is good for people with ADHD in a nutshell. Now, those are the five supplements I'm currently taking, and I will continue to be taking those five supplements, whether I go back on the ADHD medication or not. And I know what you're thinking. What the bloody hell? She's just told me how positive the medication was and how much it improved her life, which of course, yes, it did. However, I'm going to be open and honest, as I always am, in saying that the low for me when I came off the medication was really, really tough. And what I don't want to do is risk the chance of being back in that space if there is going to be a shortage. So I have learned that this time I understand my ADHD a lot more. This isn't pre-diagnosis anymore. I am post-diagnosis 12 months into this process and know myself so much more. So if I could stay down the herbal route and still see the benefits of it, I would like to. But at the same time, I am still thinking about it. And if I do want to go back onto the stimulant medication when they come back in stock, I'm going to go with how I feel at the time and then go from there. Just some transparency as well as to where I am at now I'm off the medication. I am someone that has always been a bit of a people pleaser. God, we're about to get real deep up in here now, guys. Sorry. But yeah, I am someone that's always been quite a people pleaser and I have found that entering into the dating world and getting to know people and allowing yourself to be open and vulnerable has actually been really difficult with me on the medication front. For some reason, I feel uncomfortable telling people that I am on ADHD medication because I'm just so concerned about being judged which is really sad because I think the right person will come along and will accept me for it. But it is something that I am finding is really holding me back in making like genuine connections because I am not transparent and honest with people about it unless they come across my podcast or my TikTok. So that's just something that mentally I'm trying to navigate through at the moment. 
I'm really kind of going on this self-help and self-love journey where I can really accept myself. And I do think having this break from the medication has allowed me to consider what I want, whether I want to be back on the medication or not. And as well as that, consider whether it is going to be something that I want to let my future partner in on. I know that in order to sustain a relationship with someone, I'm going to have to be open and honest. But yeah, I don't know if it's something other people struggle with, but I do have a lot of vulnerability around me being open about me taking medication because I'm just so concerned about the judgment and because of the negative social media that is out there about taking the medication and it just being like a legal kind of speed, which it isn't. But of course, yeah, these trolls out there and these people that write these news articles, it does affect us and it does make us kind of want to hide this side of us. And although I'm super open most of the time, yeah, that is something I struggle with. So that's my little bit of deepness for today's episode. (laughs) Good Lord. I'm going to have to go and freaking wipe my tears. Although I ain't crying because I'm taking so much bloody ashwagandha. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to stop talking now because I have talked too much. I am still in the interim period and I haven't quite decided whether I'm going to go back on them yet or not. I will keep you all updated on the next couple of weeks and as to whether I decide to go back on the medication or not. I know it sounds super contradicting, but I just have got quite used to not being on them and have found other ways to process my emotions. And yeah, I'm going to take a couple of weeks to think about it, to be honest, because I've got a lot coming up in my life and a lot changing. And I do think the medication would support it. However, yeah, the anxiety of starting that process again, I can't lie it's really starting to get to me. Obviously, if anyone's got any questions about the titration process, what they should eat, if they want any guidance on nutrition, I ain't a nutritionist. However, I do know some ideas of good big breakfast to eat so that you don't skip meals. So (laughs) ask away and I will be back next week. We are talking ADHD and relationships and yeah, that's probably going to be the end to my dating life next week. So over and out.